Welcome to Through a Handler's Eyes. I'm Jo Hilda and I'll be interviewing assistance dog handlers Australia-wide. We won't be discussing legalities or training methods, just the journey of the human and their dog. Hi, today I welcome assistance dog handler Maddie and her golden retriever Miles. Uh, Maddie is from South Australia and she's looking to join an organisation. Maddie's at a different stage than most of the people that I've spoken to already. She's just at the beginning of her journey. How are you going today, Maddie? I'm going okay. It's warmer than I'd like, but yeah, pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Miles is your first assistance dog. What made you decide to choose an assistance dog as part of your management plan for your illness? Um... Mostly it was at the recommendation of one of my um, me- medical team um, and it was because I'd tried every other solution that would be suitable for me and I, I-, I don't know, I don't quite know how to answer that. It was more just it seemed right, oh, right. and my, um, yeah, my, my, my doctor agreed with me. Um, well, she was actually the one that suggested it and she said, <laughs> These other things haven't worked. I think an assistance dog would be a great approach. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. At least, uh, having someone recommend it is because sometimes you may not think of these things, you know. Tell me a little bit about Miles. Um, so he's still very young. He's still a puppy. I. Um, How old is he? He's almost five months. He's around five months old. Um, he, he's a little bundle of joy. He's a very good boy. He's a, he's a, um, he's a fast learner and he's actually, he's taught me a lot about how I act and how that can be interpreted by others. Like, cause I, I didn't even realize a lot of the stuff that I, I was subconsciously teaching him to do. And so yeah. I've become more aware of how I am just in everyday life, if that makes any sense. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes we need that magnifying glass, hey? Um, yeah. And, and you have to concentrate on your own behaviour when you're training a puppy, otherwise bad habits form on both sides, hey? Yeah, yeah. What sort of personality has he got? Um, he loves to please. He would do anything to please me. Um, but at the same time, he would probably sell me for a chicken nugget. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> In my case, it's a boiled egg. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> um, so where did you get him from? Did you get him from a breeder or a um, rescue? I got him from a breeder who um, has just started breeding specifically for assistance dog work. Yeah. Um, he has his own assistance dog himself. Um, so I did quite a bit of research into like reputable breeders and um, what would be best for my needs. And yeah, so I found a breeder near me and I went with him. That's fantastic. Now, after you spoke to your doctor and they suggested to you, what were the next steps you took? Obviously you went to a breeder, but before you decided on your dog, how did that come about? Um, from the doctor recommending to to when you got Miles? I didn't know a lot about assistance dogs. I knew that there was guide dogs and I knew that there was dogs for people who were hard of hearing and I knew that there was, like, PTSD dogs for people who'd served and I knew there was autism dogs, but I didn't realise that 
there were other types of assistance dogs as well. Like I only had the view of there were only these certain set types of assistance dog and that other disabilities other than the ones that those dogs assist with um, were were able to have assistance dogs. And so I did a lot of research about what an assistance dog can help with, what tasks they can do, how they can improve things, how to raise a puppy, how to raise a puppy to be confident and how to go about training things. I did a lot of research into different um, training methods and the pros and cons and I did a lot of um, research into like pet insurance and what food to feed and all the different possible things that could come to do, come with owning a dog, let alone assist, an assistance dog. So I kind of just threw myself straight into researching what would change in my life and what benefits he could bring. Um, yeah. And then after I'd done that research, I spoke with my doctor again and we spoke a little bit more about whether this was the right decision for me or not. And then I started looking for a breeder. Very good. How did your family and your friends feel about this? So I don't really have any family that I speak to, um, mm-hmm. but my <laughs> my best friend has been saying to me for years, like, I think an assistance dog would be really good for you. And I was like, yeah, nah, like I'm not blind. Or <laughs> yeah. I have a service. It doesn't apply to me. Um, yeah, typical Aussie answer, yeah, nah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. It's it's fine. Um, and then when I, like, because, yeah, she's one of my main supports, my best friend. Um, I When I told her what my doctor had suggested, because um, she was really welcoming for the to the idea, she um, helped me research breeders. She came with me the first time I met Miles. Uh, she went with me to pick him up. Um, Miles loves her to bits. <laughs> um yeah, um, so, yeah, my, my friends were really supportive and everyone I've introduced him to so far that matters to me um, has been really supportive and accepting of him. That's wonderful. And um, what have you been, how have you been starting his journey to become an assistance dog? What have you been helping him learn in this time? Um, so I started out with just, like, a puppy school um, we went to the puppy school at my local vets just through the socialisation and just those foundations. Um, I worked a lot on just like basic obedience that you'd expect from a puppy. Mm, I did a Just lot, good manners. Yeah. I yeah. did a lot of like socialisation and what kind of things I'd need to do. Um, I found a few resources um, through a gear shop that I absolutely adore that really helped me check off what I needed to do I um yeah so I I worked on socializing him I worked on um like just basic obedience and stuff and then I did some research into how to start shaping tasks um and so I've slowly been introducing those to him as well over time um and he's picked things up fairly quickly um a lot of things he kind of just naturally did by himself and I just had to add like a verbal or a physical cue to that and he yeah. and, and really picked up on it, if that makes yeah, any so sense. So you've just enhanced that behaviour. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to reward the good and reshape how I approach the bad. 
Yeah, always good. If you if you train the dog in front of you, it always makes things um, easier, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so what is your next steps with him? Um, you said that he, not here when we were talking before, that you've taken him out to some pet-friendly public access and um, you're just starting to give him a taste of some non-pet-friendly public access how is he going with that honestly um not to discredit him but a lot better than I expected I expected to have to work a lot longer on you know fear and stuff like that but he just went into everything with his head high really confident and picked up on things really fast um I think our first pet friendly access was Bunnings and he he was almost perfect he blew me away um, I mean, I think he's really started to make the connection of when I put his vest on him. Yeah. Um, and I can really see a change in his behaviour when he realises that we're starting, like we're going to work. Um, and, yeah, he's he's done so well. He's picked up on it really well. Um, and, yeah, like I was saying before, we had our first public access um, and I went with a few of my friends locally um, that also have assistance dogs and he did really well um, with that. And he very much followed their lead as well. Um, he, yeah, he acted a lot better than I could have ever ex- expected from him. Not that I was expecting him to act bad, but I, I was expecting to only be able to go in for 30 seconds or so or a minute or so. But he, spent, he was good spending a good five or ten minutes in a store and um, he acted perfectly. I was... I was really happy with him for the stage he's at. That's wonderful because, yeah, he he's young and having him exposed to things in a nice way is is a really good thing because then he will expect good things. Um, he'll be an optimistic dog and not a pessimistic dog. Um, so... Over this, I know you're only at the beginning and hopefully maybe in 18 months we can have another chat and see where you're at with all of this. But up until now, what do you think has been your biggest challenge? I think my biggest, like training-wise or just in general? Overall, overall, yeah. Um, th- there's been a few. I, I've, um, I, see, I don't drive I and I rely on public transport, so trying to find ways to socialise him or... Um, or do the training in different places has been a bit difficult, but um, thankfully I've made some really good friends in the community and they've been so helpful with um, helping take me places or um, just showing me the ropes with how to approach different things. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the early socialisation was my biggest issue because not only was was I trying to get the socialisation in that he needed, um, I needed to be aware that I can't take him on public transport yet and I can't drive places and he didn't have his vaccinations yet, so I had to be very mindful of that as well. Um, yeah. It was difficult to get around, but we, we did it and um, I'm proud of us. <laughs> very good. That's really, really good. And you exposed him lot to lots of different things at home even, like sounds and yeah. and sites that's excellent one of my favorite one of my favorite things with with dog puppy training especially is youtube because you can get eight hours of anything on youtube yeah (laughs) it's great for desensitization 
I have a whole playlist of things that um, I would just play and he doesn't bat an eyelid. Like I can see he, cause he sleeps in my room with me. Um, I can lay in bed watching the loudest YouTube video. It could be heavy metal or it could be, you know, toys squeaking or like other dogs barking and he wouldn't even bat an eyelid. That's <laughs> just fantastic. That's a good, that's a good basis. He's starting off. He's starting off well and you're going to join an organisation so you have a bit of support? Uh, yeah, I'm really, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to join, joining an organisation. I, um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to have that backing behind me because I'm, I'm not the most comf- confident when it comes to standing up for myself. So yeah. I'd like to have somebody behind me if I do run into access issues or other issues um, related to having an assistance dog. Um, and I'd, it's just more for security knowing that I've got someone behind me. Yeah, and someone that can confirm what you're saying to someone yeah. too. That sometimes yeah. is all you need to have that extra voice, hey? Yeah, yeah. Even though you're still at the beginning of this, if someone was where you were five months ago, what would you advise them to do? Um, definitely, definitely do a lot of research, Um don't expect things to happen magically overnight. Like I, I, w- I won't lie and say that, you know, I brought my puppy home and, you know, he was amazing, like slept all the through the night. Like, no, the first week or two I struggled so much. I I had a lot of doubts on whether I'd be able to do it or not because raising a puppy is hard. It's hard work, especially one that's going to be an assistance dog. Um, like I was up every hour or so taking him out, like trying to toilet train and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I really struggled and I thought I wasn't going to get anywhere. But um, just, yeah, really hanging in there and knowing that it's okay to not be perfect because I saw all these other teams, like, on social media and I thought, oh, I'm never going to get to that standard. All those dogs are perfect. Um, but as I've gone through my journey, I've come to realise that, no, that's not actually the case. Like, dogs aren't robots. That's like, right. We'll make mistakes and it's okay. It's all part of the journey. Like uh, like my first um, pet-friendly public access, I went with a couple of other assistance dog um, teams and I was I was, always, I was constantly apologising. I'm like, I'm sorry, like he's, he's so untrained compared to your dogs. And they're like, no, he's doing fantastically for his age. Like, yeah. And I, I think I, need, I needed that realisation. For his age, he was doing so well and I needed to keep in mind of how old he was and what to expect at that stage. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'd say don't beat yourself up if your dog isn't perfect because it's a journey and it's not always going to be up. It's going to be up and down and it's going to be tough, but it's so rewarding when it goes right. Yeah, and it's learning for both of you. It's not just a one-way street. Um, People get really cross at me when I say raising a puppy is not much different. The, the time span is a lot less, but is not much different to raising a human baby. Now, I've had four human babies and a number of puppies in my life and my two assistance dogs that I've had have been raised to be assistance dogs. So they were treated more like um, human babies as in, you know, you take them out to the toilet. They weren't locked outside or anything like that. And it is even living with a two-year-old dog, it's like living with a toddler, you know. (laughs) There are toys everywhere. There are things everywhere. So people just need to relax and enjoy the journey and and get from it and realise that you and your pup are learning things. It's not just him. Yeah, like we have so far to go. 
Um, but if I had told myself when I first brought him home that we'd be at the stage we are now, I would have thought I was lying. I would have been like, no, nah, there's no way we've made that much progress. Like this, this seems so hard, it seems impossible. But um, no, yeah, it is very much like having a human baby. Not that I've had that experience, but yeah. I, I did make that comparison in my head one, when at one point I was like, damn, this really is having, like having a newborn. Like Absolutely. You're always pulling things out of their mouth. They're always getting into something. <laughs> yes, and you manage the environment like you do with the toddler so they can't get into things they shouldn't get yeah. into until yeah. they're old enough to have realised, hey, I shouldn't touch that. thought I'd puppy-proof my house. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I think anyone listening to this podcast who's had a dog would fully understand that. But it's, um, it's a supporting journey as well. It is. I have found it not only rewarding from a learning perspective because I like to learn, but to see this animal develop into the grown-up that they end up being, um, it's wonderful. And yourself along the way too, you, you develop a lot more than you. I mean, I'm 60 and I have learnt more in the last two years and I have in a long time with my new dog. So, you know, it's never-ending you, you can learn something. And it's great. It's great fun, I think, as amongst the stress. It's great fun. Well, it is. It is. There's nothing better than seeing something you've worked so hard on happen, like, and go or go right, if that makes any sense. Like, yes. there are a few things I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to teach him this. And when he picked them up, it just felt so good. I'm like, yes, we've, we did this. We did this together. And it yeah, it's, it's absolutely. So- and I don't think you ever lose that proud mummy moment because um, Rory leans on his mobility dog and he will lean on me if I get a bit wobbly, but I usually have to ask him. Whereas yesterday, it, this was the proud mummy moment for me, we were out and he just, I started getting a bit wobbly and he just leaned into me without me asking. So, and then when that happens, you go, yes, it, <laughs> all this work is paying off. So, like, you know. yeah, I had a moment like that about an hour ago. I went to let him out to go to the toilet um, and I, I was kind of, I was distracted on my phone at the same time and I've been trying to teach him to sit at the door and wait for me to let him, like, go, mm. um, to give him, to say yes, to let him go. Um, and I, th- I thought he wasn't picking up on it. I thought, like, oh, I'm going to have to keep giving him this command forever. But I was distracted on my phone and... I looked down, I realised even though the door's open, he's just sitting there looking at me being like, can I go now? Like, Oh, that's wonderful. And I was like, that, that felt so good. Yes, and you'll have down. many more of those moments. That's yeah. so wonderful. Look down and see him that he's picked up on what we've been working hard on and it just, yeah, it's good. Have you got, um, does uh, Miles have his own Facebook or Instagram page? Yes, he's got his own, he's got both, but um, he's, so much more active on Instagram. Okay, well, I'll put the links for those in the uh, show notes so people can go and have a look at them if, if they want to. So far in your journey, what's the best thing about having him? I know it's only short so far, but... The difference he's made already, like he's not fully trained by far, but already he's added routine, he's added positivity to my life and it just, I love waking up each day and seeing him and knowing he loves me so much and that I am his world. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that, that's it's really good to, I, I don't know, 
I don't know how to explain it. It's just... I think we all understand. I really do. It's that joy that you have from having him around as yeah. much as anything. Some people are just like, oh, it's just a dog. But, like, no, he's he's added so much value to my life and I don't know what I'd do without him. Like, Absolutely. And you want to smack those people when they say he's yeah. just a dog because yeah. he's a living being and he has he's, great value and he's added more value to your life than you'll ever be able to let him know, hey? Yeah, like even at this early stage we're at, he's already improved so many things and like to the point that even my doctor said, I've no- noticed a difference in you. That is absolutely wonderful. So can you imagine what life is going to be for you? Yeah, I'm really excited for the future and that's, that's... not something I've seen in the past. Oh, look, Maddie, that is wonderful. Well, I just want to thank you for, for chatting to me today. I really appreciate your time. Hopefully in 18 months or two years, we'll give you another, have another chat and see how you are along your path. I'd be excited to see where I am then. I'm excited for the future. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions or you would like to be a guest, email me at eyes at gmail.com. Bye.